Welcome to Conversations with the Authors. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Conversations with the Authors. I'm your host, Daniel. And I'm Daryl. And I'm Sandra. And thank you so much for pressing the play button. And thank you, Alexander Nakarada, for the amazing intro, as always. Today we're going to talk about social commentary. Remember, this is a non-scripted podcast. We have notes, but no script. And we're just sort of chit-chatting with each other. So this is not a TED Talk, so don't expect a lecture. But uh, really just our personal opinions and how uh, our co-hosts, Daryl and Sandra, and their highly rated us there. (laughs) Maybe maybe (laughs) one day, right? (laughs) Maybe Oscar winners. We'll we'll uh, get Oscar one day. uh, Eric (laughs) Hoffer-nominated novel, uh, How Nicholas Became Santa Claus, utilized some of this social commentary and a few other things that we can think of that uh, may have done the same thing. I'm going to sit in aisle seat. All right. What do you consider social commentary to be? Well, social social commentary uh, can take the form of uh, uh, satire. It can take the form of uh, a direct confrontation. Uh, but uh, usually in this uh, case, we're talking about stories uh, that kind of uh, um, tell a story about society, but kind of in uh, a way that you have to unravel and it's, it's, it's kind of hidden and subtle. Yes, yes. And, and science fiction is, Sandy, you would probably agree with this, um, it allows authors to explore uh, hypothetical scenarios, things that, you know, wouldn't normally happen in, you know, evasion, and, you know, um, alternate futures, um, you know, commentary on present day issues, things like that. But uh, sometimes in a subtle or not so subtle fashion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and what's your thoughts on 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 this in, in, in fantasy fiction and science fiction writing? Well, I look at social commentary as social reflection, mm-hmm. as, as like societal reflection. Mm-hmm. And I like to use science fiction mm-hmm. or fantasy fiction, mm-hmm. even, even better, to apply the same reflection right. to the characters in the story and let them either solve the problem or make it worse mm-hmm. or just totally ignore you it. Know, I think if you, and when you're using science fiction, you have the luxury of taking something to the extreme. Right, right. Okay. You can do something. You can use Grandpa, yes. Ver, you can use Grandpa Verblevsky's rule of don't apply your tool to anything that the tool was supposed to be used for. Right, right. So... <laughs> Right. Uh, and now, going, writing How Nicholas Became Santa Claus, this um, science fiction fantasy novel of yours, which has been, I've been heard from, uh, if you don't know this, I've heard from readers who say this is even better than Harry Potter. Uh, so my my question is, did you go into writing How Nicholas Became Santa Claus with social commentary in mind, or was it something that sort of evolved naturally with the story? You know, sometimes I think when you're writing a story, uh, you may have an idea where you're going to go, but as the story writes itself, sometimes y- you surprise yourself because I did put some social commentary in there, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, I-, I think something uh, um, Obama once said about uh, changing the society fundamentally. Right. You know, and you'll find that that phrase in the story, and this is something that I believe the bad guy said it. Right. You right. Know, so. 
Not to say that, <laughs> right? But and, and you know, you know in a story know. that has to do with you know uh, kings and queens and subjects and oddlings and uh, you know our heroes fighting the bad guys, you inevitably come across things like a classism and uh, indifference. And with your oddlings, you have something that you you focus a lot on diversity and and these are a lot of issues that you tend I think to talk the to. social commentary develops as the characters mm-hmm. develop. They make the commentary. They make by their action and their interaction with each other, they either present mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or break down. Right. Just, to, just to tap into something you said about reflection, because it, it reflects the society at large in some ways, because we talk about we talk about greed, yes, and we talk about avarice, we right. talk about love, we talk right. about uh, uh, a want and desire. But we also uh, talk about war and, and we talk war. about betrayal yeah. And, yeah. and deceit. And we, we get to show how devastating those things can be. And we get to take it right. to the extreme because it is science fiction. Right. And I think, I think it's important to note that, I don't, that social con- commentary is not always about focusing on the thing that's not working in society. Right. I think sometimes social commentary, and this is just my opinion, can be about pointing out things we're doing right. It can, it can. You know, and the story of Nicholas, we have, of course, Nicholas, uh, who becomes the man Santa Claus, as the story, you know, title uh, says, you know, he's about kindness. He's about showing kindness to people and individuals and oddlings and such and trying to spread that message of love and, uh, you know, acceptance. Obviously, in a a story, there's always Mm -hmm. conflict. So we've got the, if that's the yin, we've got the yang, too. Which would would be our, you know, antagonist and his... Exactly. His want for power and uh, the ways he's going about it, whether they're you know uh, good ways or not. Mm-hmm. And I th- I think uh, I think we have a tradition in, in writing uh, of uh, making social commentary. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost in some ways it's almost a responsibility, and sometimes you can't even help doing it. You know, y- even when you go back to to uh, a story like 1984 by George Orwell. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a very dystopian uh, a novel on totalitarianism mm-hmm. and uh, 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 surveillance and manipulation of the truth. And I suppose he took it to extremes because he saw these things developing in our own society. Right. You know, or you could even go back to to, to Brave New World by Alex Huxley. You know, his novel explored uh, societies controlled by technology right. and, and uh, consumerism and, and mass conditioning. Yeah, so we, and we see that, say, in you know, the movie AI that we had with Will Smith, and we have uh, the creator that had just recently come out. We've got uh, episodes of you know Star Trek that talked about, um, uh, I think it was Balance of Terror. It talks mm-hmm. about the um, dangers of nuclear war, mm-hmm. you know, sure, uh, sure. or nuclear, and then depending on who you are. You right. Know. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, it's a nuclear uh, war. Right, it's, it's a nuclear war. <laughs> um, uh, but we also see it in, in our cartoons, yes. in in Bugs Bunny fighting Hitler, in in the Transformers fighting themselves from a different world, but on our world, and other cartoons like the Pink Panther and and. 
Well, social commentary, you, you almost can't help uh, because we're not, as writers and uh, as readers, we're not immune to it. it, it it's, right. The society affects us and it affects uh, the way we think and the way we write. And that, that will seep into your right. writing. And that's not bad. Uh, I, I guess inevitably, whether you want to or not, uh, you start talking about it. Right. And our, as writers, we're reminding ourselves and our readers not to take everything so darn seriously. Right. Um, and, and, and at other times, we want you to take something deadly serious. It, right. it depends on what we're after. Um, uh, you know, we talked about diversity in your story with the the oddling characters, and you know, going back to Star Trek, we had an episode called, uh, well, not we, but you know, those viewers had an episode called uh, "Let That Be Your Last Battlefield," and this is where they explored the dangers of racism, prejudice, but we also see that in in say Doctor Who with the Dalek invasion of Earth, and then how these two, yeah, I, you know, species I, ended up. I hope I have it right, but I think. I remember that episode of Star Trek mm -hmm. uh, with, I think one of the stars was Frank Gorshin, mm -hmm. who was uh, uh, an impressionist back in the 60s. Right. And uh, there were characters on that world that were fighting one another right. uh, out of uh, racist intent. One character was on the left side, white and, and black on, right. on, on the right side, while the other one was was uh, black on the, on, the, on the left side and white on the right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they were mirror images of one another, but yet they were fighting each other as if they wanted to get rid of the other one right you know? right it's kind of the like it's kind of like seeing a pair of twins and going well which one was the original twin and now they're duking out to figure out which one was uh which one was the original which one is the clone quote unquote right. you know mm -hmm. uh which you know you might see in uh i think it was invincible on prime i think they had i, I could be so. mistaken but uh and so uh, how did this so did this affect your writing directly did it do you feel like it affected it indirectly sandy did you how did you how did you approach the story and it's it's i think it's insidious uh -huh. i think it just I agree. Be, because it's all around us that it it naturally seeps into everything we right. do Right, I mean, and we're not as authors. We're we're not apart from the society. Right. We're a part of the society, and so we have our opinions, and uh, we see the opinions of others. And sometimes we might magnify various points in the story, and it happens. It happens like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, as writers, if you're in a position in your natural mm -hmm. environment to be suppressed, when you're writing. It allows you to have a voice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so for for new writers who are out there, for our dear listeners and readers, and dear writers who uh, uh, are, are struggling to um, create their first, or for those veterans who are out there, um, should you set out to do uh, social commentary? Or, I mean, uh, is there sort of is there no. you know a matter you know, of forcing you know, the you issue? Know, you know what. I think sometimes it's necessary. Uh, you may want to start out. It's just like uh, even a, a very old story like Gulliver's Travels, yes. you know, written by Jonathan Swift, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a century or two ago. It it was it was a social commentary on right. how the British, you know, would uh, conquer a smaller right. nation. Yes, and then mm -hmm. what would it be like? 
if that happened to them. Right. right. You know, because, you know, uh, Gulliver went to the Lilliputians, but he also went the other way to the land of giants. Right. Too. So what would it be like if you were conquered? Like, how would you like that? Mm-hmm. You know, so even even as far back as then. So, um, I say, I, dear listeners and readers, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I, for some reason I start a lot of conversation with, with so, so. Oh, there. Uh, <laughs> That's when you... Yeah, you when, when, um, when, okay, let, so let's say that you've decided, okay, co- social commentary, this is something I'm going to touch upon in my, in my sci-fi fantasy fiction. I'm going to write Star Trek and talk about how, you know, money is the, you know, bane of humanity and we need to focus on education and, uh, you know, we need to free ourselves of money and focus on our advancement. So let's say this is the topic you want to cover. Do you do you write it out and say, okay, I'm going to go here, 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 or do you just do you just let it drive itself, as you would say? As well, you often say, let it drive the story. Well, you, you know, overall, overarching all of this right. is your outline. Right. And I wanted to say that. And after that, you 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 hang ornaments on this Christmas mm-hmm. tree of an outline. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, for instance, if you're writing about Spock, for instance, right. and his society who gave up emotion and right. decided they wanted to go for something higher. For logic. In logic, yeah. Uh, of course, you. this is the direction you're going to take it because that's what you intend mm-hmm. to do. So. You know, it's interesting you say that because when you think about Spock uh, and Star Trek, I, I think that there's sort of a double commentary going on because we often have this uh, back and forth between Kirk and Spock about you know letting his emotions take over and wouldn't it be logical about things I think the commentary here is that it's you can't always be logical, and uh, Spock's commentary might be that there are t- oftentimes things cause call for logic, and you can't be emotional about things. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think there has to be a balance, and I mm-hmm. think that's one of the things that mm-hmm. uh, between these two characters, they were trying to stress that we need a balance between those things. Sometimes one is overemphasized, which causes problems. Right. You know, how, how would you like to have, for instance? Uh, a, a machine or a computer mm-hmm. as a judge, for instance, right. he would have no mercy because right. the law is the law is the law, right. and this is the way it's going to be. Even though you stole a right. loaf of bread to feed your starving family, it was a theft. It, you know, it sounds like uh, something like I don't know, right, right, right. Rob. You know, you know, and we talk about, and as we're talking about social commentary, it's not, it's not, dear listeners and readers, it's not because, uh, you know, there was a point to be made necessarily. It's not that, you know, Nicholas is not a soapbox. It is not. You know, they don't talk about subjects and, you know, beat you over the head with it. It's just part of the story that's in there, and you'll either see it or you won't. Uh, and uh, I, how important was it? How did you, how were you, Sandy, how did you write the story without, again, as I said, sort of beating people over the head and, you know, soapboxing any sort of commentary that might be. <laughs> about diversity or love or, you know. Because I approached it as a recognition Mm -hmm. of all the the facets Mm -hmm. of society. Right. If you look at it like a snowflake Mm -hmm. or crystals Mm -hmm. or um, a puddle. Right. But... Go on, go on. Uh, I, 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 every, every, in, every individual, every mm-hmm. t- 
type of person, type of thing, type of right. oddling, type of, of of being and and culture right. tends to change the 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 culture that you're dealing with. It's a ripple with. effect, yeah. It is well, a you ripple know, effect. And, and I, I think in the story, there's <laughs> just subtlety, you know, and, yeah. and as you said, it's not beating somebody over the head with right. it, but it happens to show up every now and so now and again uh, that uh, there, may, there may be something that relates to real life, right. and uh, we can show examples of uh, how it, it, it matches or, or right. mismatches with the situation in the story. And to your point... Um, it it is to show that this is in the end of the, you know at the end of the day, yeah, this is a living, breathing, magical, exciting. It's an entity, vibrant world that you created. All right, and in in order to have a a world that is believable, that is immersive, um, that we can relate to, that as you say before, as often on the show, resonates mm -hmm. uh, with your readers and with yourselves. Um, you have to have these things, right? Uh, you know, because society, in my opinion, it has to learn, and it has to learn by watching both sides, you know, of the of the court, so to speak. You know, and, just, and I think in our story, you get to witness uh, the pursuit of unbridled greed, the uh, yeah. pursuit of power. Right, you know, and you try to, and you see the controls that try to to put that uh, uh, in order, right? So that doesn't happen, and you see that, and you see what can happen when things go extremely wrong, and uh, how they can correct when something has to uh, be applied, when the brake has to be applied to it. So, how the temperances can call in more waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, and 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 I think that. Uh, you know, if we are to uh, write a good story, if we're right to uh, be successful storytellers, whether we like it or not, social commentary in some aspect has to be involved. Um, because it is, in the story, in my opinion, a medium through which our characters uh, um, evolve. It is what shapes them, it's what shapes their world, and it's how they learn to puzzle it out and in other words they learn how to you know solve their own problems so to speak but also too for our readers i think it helps them to think about perhaps things in their own world and maybe how they can mm -hmm. affect change or be better or um you know and, and provoke I, thought and i think if it didn't relate uh to the reader then it wouldn't be so interesting right. i think it's interesting because it does, because we can see a part of ourselves in that story. Yes. Because we fall in love. We've had bad things happen to us. We've had good things happen to us. We've met people who are at the extremes and cause difficulty for everybody. And we've met people who put that back in order again. You know, so you'll see that in this story. Yes, and, and uh, you can... You can live that. You can be that. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, when you pick up the book uh, and you open the page and you begin to read, it, you won't be able to stop. It is. It, it will grasp you. And if you want to see what it's like to fall in love, if you want to experience camaraderie, um, if you want to see how, um, how, how, bad things can take root and good can take over 
um, pick up a book of How Nicholas Became Santa Claus. Visit our website at TrueBooks.com. Visit our Instagram, our Facebook, our X. Um, and uh, if you like the book, put a comment on the website. If you like the topics, let us know. Maybe we'll talk about something at info at TrueBooks.com. Email us, let us know, and perhaps we'll talk to you next time on Conversations with the Authors. Thank you.